Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perrone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perrone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Joseph Perrone, welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Word podcast, and thank you for participating today. I am really excited to hear about what you've got to say about business and how you're going to help other business owners. Thank you, Tom. It's so great to be here. Well, I'm glad you uh, you gave us some time. But uh, before we get into quite a bit of interesting thing, information that you're going to share with us today, I, I do want to introduce you to the audience and because uh, I'm very proud of you. Now, if you're wondering out there, gee, Joe Perrone, Tom Perrone, any, uh, any relation? Yes, Joseph is my nephew, and I'm very proud of him. He get I, I know he's turning red now, but uh, I've watched this young man uh, just grow into a phenomenal businessman, and uh, I can't be any prouder, but... Uh, let me tell you a little bit about my nephew. He is the co-owner of New England Collision, and he started as a full-time employee in 1998. This guy navigated from emptying trash pails, sweeping floors, working up to painting, and then running the front end as a general manager. He has a partner, Michael. They purchased New England in 2010 and now lead a team of eight professionals that make it a five-star rated business on Yelp, Facebook, and Google. It is a phenomenal auto body business. Uh, as a new venture, Joe teaches other small business owners how to get their business working for them versus working uh, for their businesses. Now, I can tell you, I've watched my nephew, Joseph, uh, do this over a period of time, and uh, he's the expert at taking time off, enjoying life, and living life. So, Joe, uh, let's, first of all, let's go back, and let's just talk about, you basically have two professions. You have running your business, and you have your coaching business. So, tell us how you got started and why you went into the uh, uh, your, your normal business and what brings you to coaching? Oh, great question, Tom. Thanks for asking. So in the auto body business and the auto repair business was something that I didn't really set out on. It was a job that afforded me at 18 some financial freedom and you know allowed me to buy my house and get married and have children and support my lifestyle. But along the way, in the business, I learned very valuable things about running a business and, you know, working your way up and doing, you know, creating value before you get your raise and, you know, um, 
there were times where I was making less than I should have, but I was providing more value to my, uh, to my company and learned how that gets rewarded, not right away, but it gets rewarded with time and, and, you know, was able to work and learn a lot of different items during the, you know, during the way for working in the shop. And like you said, work my way up from sweeping floors and detailing cars and all that stuff all the way from, you know, to a general manager. And then in 2010, me and Mike bought the shop and, um, and our building and it's great. And, just affords us a great lifestyle. And in the last 10 years have been learning how to work on the business and not in the business. And um, it's a, it's a great, it's a great way to be. Yes. And I see that because you're a great dad and a great husband and your children are the beneficiaries of all this time you're taking off. And as a family member, I, I couldn't be prouder. Joe, um, I've heard you say that your specialty is being in business and uh, that experience of burnout and craving freedom and finding ways to implement ways uh, that to make that happen. Can you elaborate on how you did it and how you help people get there? Yeah, well, in uh, about six years ago, I really experienced burnout and I was right before my, my first son was born and we had just gotten married and the stress of working in my business and not on my business, I was wearing a lot of different hats and, you know, having that forthcoming event of being a dad just really weighed, weighed on me. And I, and I really burnt out. And at that point I realized that I had to do something to better myself, to grow as a person, to grow as a business owner. I saw people out there that were doing it and I just wanted to explore that and educate myself. And, and now, you know, looking back on, you know, six years of studying, you know, I, I, I didn't own one book on business six years ago and I was in business and it was pretty sad. And when I, I met a mentor that taught me the value of reading books and staying educated. And it was a, a life-changing experience and learning about freedom. And, you know, today I, today's Wednesday and got up this morning and I was making eggs for my son and listening to some Louis Armstrong and texted my business and everybody was going well and doing fine. And that, that's freedom for me. And I, and that's what I've been working hard towards. And I just want more people to experience that. And so it's really, um, it's about why uh, you do this and because you experienced it. In other words, why do you do this? Why do you do that? Well, the why for you sounds like, because you went through a stage where you needed that time. Um, and, and I often think, you know, my book that just, I just got published, Unlocking Your Business DNA, I talk about you need leisure time because you you become creative you do you find that with you when you are taking this time off i know you take a lot of vacations do you become more creative i do become more creative in fact that's great that you mentioned that i keep a notepad near me at all times i always keep my ipad open and i find myself on my on my days off uh, with my family or on vacation always writing things down and i and i find I could write all day different new ideas that just pop into my head that if I was in my business sitting at my desk dealing with the minutia of every single day and 
dealing with every single person that came through the door. I wouldn't have that freedom of creation um, that you talked about in the book and that leisure time that you're able to, you know, a lot of people think that time away from your business, you're just sitting, having a beer and doing nothing, but you're, you're really creating. That's the time where you're in thought and it's a great time and it's a, a very valuable time. So I enjoy it a lot. I, I, uh, I do stress that when I work with business owners, why they need to take time off. Um, it seemed to me uh, things that I thought about six months ago when I'm relaxed pop up and become more creative. You, do you find that also? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. One of the biggest, one of the biggest things I found um, creatively was how that a lot of clients are good, but there's some clients that aren't good. And when you have time to step away from your business to see that, you really get a, a sense of why that client is with you, why you're doing work for that client. And maybe they don't appreciate what you're doing and it might be time to fire that client and free up more time for yourself and move creatively through your business and find other ways to do business that, that work for you. Yeah. Yeah. No. You, 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 you talk about, uh, you use the word hero. Can you explain what you mean by that? My clients are always going to be the heroes of their own story when they decide what they want and how they're going to go about doing it. It's, it's empowering for them. I know it was empowering for me. That's why I can speak about it. And it's living the life that you want to live, not, not a life that somebody else packaged and, and, and sold to you. So you truly are the hero when you're living the life that you designed. And that's what I want for my clients. Yeah, the bottom line, right? You know, it's like, uh, you know, I refer to the, the quote, uh, it's your business, it's your ideal business life. You know, this show is built around taking people like yourself who have had successes and sharing what you've learned that were successful. And hopefully people that are listening can take these ideas and strategies and start to create their ideal business life. Like I always say, you're either in one place that you want to be or a place you don't want to be. So we want you to be the place you, you want to be. And you've done that through through a lot of this um, uh, strategy and planning over the last six, seven years. Yeah. So uh, what, what are the things that you've done in the past that um, have made you an expert in what you're teaching and what you're doing? You know, I, studying for, I've calculated and now it's, it's well over 2000 hours of studying this and reading books on the, the, the specific things that I wanted to focus on. I wanted to focus on freedom. I wanted to focus on how to be working, how to work on your business and not in your business. So there's many books I've read and, and people that I've studied and mentors, you know, such as yourself that have helped me define my ideal plan that I want for my business. And it's spending time, you know, with my family, spending time with, you know, making meaningful relationships and then spending time in my business. I, I truly believe that your business doesn't have to occupy all of your life. It has, doesn't have to be in every aspect of your life. Um, so 
I, I've studied this a lot. I've spent early mornings, late nights, weekends, vacations. I've, I've spent a lot of time studying this and researching and bringing in mentors and, and coaching and it has helped me so much. And, and the gift that I can give back to the world is helping other business owners see that, realize it, and implement it in their own business. You know, um, one of the hardest things, and you know it and I know it, being a business owner, we want our fingers to touch our widgets. We want to be working in the business and to go away and work on the business requires you not to touch the widgets per se. Right. So why, why were you able to focus on that where so many other business owners uh, really fail in working on their business? Well, I had to check my ego at the door in order for me not to touch everything, not to be involved with everything for my business partner, for him to not, touch everything we had to start with hiring people that loved the things that we didn't like to do which involved clarity it involved us sitting down as a team and clarifying what did we like doing about this business and we took all of our focus and we put it on the things that we enjoyed doing so going to work for us or going to the shop for us wasn't work i don't even refer it to my family as hey i'm going to work today no, I found that my love for the business was helping people and I could help people by getting an insurance claim settled for them. You know, there were many ways that I can help people in my business. So when my son asked me, daddy, you're going to work today. I said, I'm going to help people. And that really changed my, my mindset on, on work. But then we found other people that enjoyed fixing the cars, dealing with paperwork there. We have, People that love dealing with paperwork, they love filing. That's great. We have a bookkeeper. She loves running numbers. And we've broken those things down so that we don't have to touch them but once a month. I, I, uh, I've had many discussions with you over the years. And one thing I've always been impressed with, that you and Mike have created a culture, you know, I tell a culture like Trader Joe's has a culture. Everybody loves working there. So Joe, tell me how you were able, remember you're taking people that are fixing cars and doing things. They have their hands going. How do you create that culture with a lot of different people? We, we hire people based on what they love doing. Okay. So my painter, the guy that paints the cars, he loves painting. He comes into work every day with a smile on his face. He loves painting cars. He wouldn't do anything else. You know, and when we hire people, we see their passion for the job that they're looking for. So we wouldn't take our painter and put him in the office. We wouldn't take our office guy who loves sales and loves dealing with customers. We wouldn't take him and put him taking fenders off. You know, and it's it's very easy to in, in a lot of different businesses to kind of somebody's a hybrid and they start doing other things and they go down a rabbit trail and they start doing other work and then they get burnt out because they never spoke up and clarified what they wanted to do and the ownership never clarified what they wanted them to do and never identified any of it so it creates a lot of problems where people aren't focused on what they love doing and it doesn't feel like a job 
for them. And then we appreciate and show appreciation to the people that do the work for us. Um, and, and so they're always on their strength. And, and how do you reinforce that appreciation and gratitude? Because again, um, you know, sometimes they lose sight of why they're there and what they're doing. So how do you reinforce that over time? We check in, we check in with them. We talk to them, we communicate. How's everything going? We don't load them up with work with their human beings. You know, they're human beings that if they love doing what they're doing and they're not, under the gun all the time. And it starts, you know, it starts with us as ownership and management to say, we want to only deal with specific clients. We want to deal with the right clients, people that appreciate us. So we appreciate the employees and they appreciate their jobs and do the best that they can do. And it just turns it into, like you said, a culture of everyone is doing what they want to do when they want to do it. It doesn't feel like work. It's constant check-in. We pay them well, and we make sure they have everything that they need to get the job done. And they appreciate it in turn. They really appreciate it. Yeah. And so I assume you have no absenteeism problems or anything like that, huh? There, there is from time to time, but it, it's, it's always manageable and it's always communicated. Uh, I know that you're a, a, a like me. You like a process and and systems. Um, tell me uh, about uh, your, the success of your business and how you went about implementing systems over time. That might have been uncomfortable at first. Yeah. Well, there there's always there's always struggle with any new implementation of anything. And, and it's always a work in progress, but fine tuning is part of the fun of doing it. And that's part of the fun of having, you know, time to yourself because you can work and tweak those, those processes and systems. But again, it goes back to everyone doing what they like to do. So starting in the front office, when a customer comes in, we have a process to dealing with insurance companies. That's a process. And if, the, if there's a breakdown along the way, we just change the process to fit the way we like to do business. Um, and, you know, whether it's how we communicate with the customers, how we communicate with the employees when the car's in the shop, it, there's always a specific way that we do things to make the end result something that the customer experience is great, the employees are happy that they're not under the gun, and you know, we get, we get paid for doing it. So it's great. It's actually a wonderful uh, systems are important because it's one of those value drivers that at some point down the road, should you ever want to sell your business, that's what a purchaser is looking for systems and middle management and culture. You, and you have all of that going very strong. Um, Joe, in your teachings, let's talk to your coachings, your coaching profession here. Uh, what's the result of your end game that your clients will learn by having discussions and helping you, helping, uh, helping you, uh, them being coached by you? What's their end game? What, what do you want to get out of it? What do you want to get them out, out of it? Well, I want them to get out of it being, being the hero of their own story. And for them to be the hero of their own story, they have to know what they want. And to know what they want, they have to get clear on 
Um, a lot of times it's getting clear on what you don't want and then in reverse engineering it to get to get to the the basic feelings of what you want and how you want your life to be and create that movie and that Oscar winning movie of, you know, Tom's life. What's Tom's life going to be like? So I want my, I want anyone that works with me to experience that and to be able to have that clear picture of where their life is going and the successes that they're going to have and the freedom, really the word is, word is freedom for them and they've they've done the hard part they're in business they work really hard i'm finding that a lot of these business owners that we're dealing with they work so hard and they're such good people and all they want is just some some free time and some freedom to do what they want to do and when you ask them well what do you want to do and they, they say i don't know so i want i want them to know that's that's my that's what they'll get out of it uh, so what I'm hearing really is kind of where you went is where you're teaching. In other words, first of all, you need to clarify where you want to be. So in other words, you have to see it before you do it. Correct. Correct. And and then you need clarity, but then you also have to have a mindset. You know, whenever I talk to you, I always, it always comes up with, uh, the way you treat things, you, your mindset is that uh, we don't overload them. We give them, we put them in the, the job that they want to do. You have a very positive mindset of the end result. It seems to me you bring that to your coaching clients to start getting clarity that this can happen, um, which is kind of interesting. So I think what you're really saying is they need clarity and they have to create a mindset. They have to see it before they get it. Correct. Perfect. Correct. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know when I talk to people, business owners, I, they always talk about their uniqueness to the client, what makes them so unique and what gives them the edge. Uh, what gives you the edge when you're coaching people? I feel like my, my unique differentiator is my passion. I, I've done the work. I experienced the results, and I know what, what that feels like. Um, I've read a lot of books about it, and there's a lot of theories in the books. Um, some are tested, some aren't. Well, the ones I use, I've tested them, and they have shown me consistent results year after year, and that's why I feel comfortable with teaching them and I really feel that's what makes me unique is I have a passion to teach those principles that I've learned that have proven to me beyond a shadow of a doubt results. And, and Joe, when you coach someone, uh, I know you probably do have an ideal client. What would be an ideal client that you like to work with? My ideal client is a business owner that feels stuck. They feel that they work very hard in their business. They have a great business, but they feel like they don't have any time. They don't have any freedom and they have all the trappings, but that's what they are. They're trappings, their houses, their cars, their, you know, boats, their all these other things that they look good to the neighbors, but at the end of the day, it, it's not working for you. It's not working for them. You know, it's not working for them. And, they, and it's they. a lot of people don't understand why 
all that stuff doesn't bring happiness. Well, I know why. And, and I'd love to teach them that. Yeah. And you, you, uh, you went through that and I, I think a lot it. of us do. Went through it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's like the itch we have, and, but we just don't know how to get rid of the itch. Um, and you talk about the ideal business life. I have a definition of that. I talk about it in my book, but let's talk about the ideal business life where a business owner wants to go and it, it takes all forms, but how would you define the ideal business life? Ideal business life, I could say for me is it's a balance of lifelong learning I believe we have to be students all the time. It doesn't stop at, at when you finish school. Um, it's perspective. It's seeing things the way you want them to be. And it's making money. I mean, we're in business to to make profits. We have to sustain our, our, our life and our family's life, our employee's life. Um, it's dealing with people. I love I love people. We have to impact people our employees, our clients, um, you know, their way, ways of life. And that all, all leads to freedom. You know, so an ideal business life is just a balance of that. Uh, yeah. I, and I, and I know that, um, you know, I, I, I have this phrase. I said that when you go to work when you go to your business, if you feel like you're running an adult daycare, you, you've got to start looking at uh, another way of doing business and living life because that's miserable. And I think a lot of business owners haven't defined that there's another, there's another way of doing is another part of their life as opposed to just um, thinking this is the way life is. I right. run an adult daycare basically. <laughs> and, I, and, and I've seen that over the years, you know, you're doing things over and over that aren't working, but you're not reaching out. So, you know, that ideal business life that you talk about is really always learning, always getting new ideas, thinking outside of the box, uh, being involved and having friendships with people like yourself who uh, have a mindset that's positive and always growing. I think that's a big help. Um, uh, what do you believe makes some people successful in their business, but others fail given the same set of circumstances? It, it boils down to knowing what you want and your mindset. The, a lot of people do not have clarity in what they want. It's kind of an ab abstract thing out there and it's not written down and it's not um, crystal clear. And I truly feel that that's, that's, where, that's where the separation is between those that work in their business and, you know, close the doors after 30, 40, 50 years and just have nothing to pass on versus the people that have a business that they can pass on to another generation and, and it'll, it will continue through or somebody will buy them out for a, a great sum of money or, um, you know, it'll move on to the children, but it's that longevity is, is there was a plan at some point there was a clear plan put in place that was carried out by everyone that had a, a say in the plan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everyone that was part of a plan knew the plan and followed through on it. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a, if, you, if you don't, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Uh, our previous guest on uh, the last episode, who's a business coach and works in all different industries, said the exact same thing. Everybody's got to be in. Uh, everybody could be your employees, yourself, your family, or it could be just you in. And again, it's mindset. Um, and I think that's the big difference. Total commitment, a total commitment. And um, okay. I just want to add one thing yeah. to that is that it's, it's freedom for everyone involved. You're, you're, you're showing this plan of, of freedom and how, how is, how is it going to, how is this plan going to make your life better and your life better and your family's life better? And when they buy in and when they all buy into that plan, boy, you're, you're off to the races. Yeah, uh, you're, you are. And it makes, it makes doing what you have to do every day, extremely comfortable because there's a mission, there's a value to it. Um, uh, Listen, I know you take a lot of time off. Uh, my ne- my nephews are happy little campers. I know my my uh, Madalena loves life. You love life. Okay, so what's what's been the big secret, um, if there is a secret, of you being able to run an extraordinarily successful business, uh, and yet you're there a couple of days a week, and then you're Go on. What's the secret, Joe? What did you do to be able to? And also, what did you do to help, to get your partner? Because uh, you do have a partner on board with that. It's good communication. It's good communication between the two partners, learning about each other. He and I, we 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 know about each other. We know what each other wants, and we want to help you. It, it's not about what Joe wants. It's about what Mike wants, and Mike is what Joe, what Joe, and we have that common bond. And, and what helped us a great deal was we identified the similar value of being there for our children and, and not missing a day of them growing up and being there at the baseball games and being there at the soccer games. And when they get off the bus and that was a, a, a top, a top two goal for us equally. And we said, okay, well, how are we going to get there? What, what is going to have to happen over the next year for that, for that to, to happen and us not to miss time with our families. And we found that we were wasting time in our business and we were able to find time. We found people to do the things that they liked doing that we didn't like doing. And they, they gladly took it on you know, they had to, you know, we had to pay them to do that, or we had to hire someone else to kind of take that role on. But they, a job that might've took us a few hours to do, it took them a half an hour or an hour. So we're paying, you know, we had to value our time. It really was value, putting a value on, on what our time was worth. Um, I know how you studied so hard over the years. And then ultimately you uh, you uh, got a coach mm. later after you were educated and, and, and really thought about more about it. Uh, pass on to the listeners who own a business uh, about why they should have a coach. They should have a coach because you are your best asset. Without you, there's nothing. And 
invest in yourself. That was one of the best things that I had ever done was the investment in myself. And, you know, you could buy another piece of equipment, you could buy another building, you could buy, uh, you can go in the stock market, invest, you could have real estate. But if you fail, nothing matters. You know, where if you break down, if you're stressed out, if you're burned out, if you have to stay for the, stay in the hospital for a week, does the does any of that investment matter? If you if you get to the end of life with a ton of regrets, did any of that investing matter? So I would say start with investing in yourself. Get a coach. Get someone that's going to hold you accountable and inspire you as well. It's not just do do do. It's it's inspire you to to take the next step and to get that clarity and to start living intentionally. Um, Joe, as a business owner, and again, sharing ideas that you've used that are successful, can you share with us two or three strategies that you think are the cornerstone of creating and building such a great business um, in New England Collision? Yep, I'll give you three. Okay. I identify your ideal client. Who do you want to do business with? Who is who is your ideal client? What do they look like? How do they treat you? Um, you know, what's identify that. Be clear about that. And if you have existing clients that don't fit that mold and that take up a lot of your time and they're they're stressing you out, they're burning out your staff, get rid of them. Don't don't be afraid to get rid of them. Um, same thing with employees. Find find your ideal employees. What what is your ideal employee going to look like? What are they going to you know? What is going to be their passion? What what are they going to be great at? What what don't you need them to be great at? You know, and and create again going back to culture. Create that culture of people that love what they do and they're good at it and love being paid for it well. Um, and the third thing is yourself. Is what do you love most about your business? And focus all of your energy on that. Don't focus on what you're not good at. Find people to, to do the things you're not good at. Focus on what you love. So when you get in the car and when you get, or when you get on Zoom or when you get in your home office, you just love to do it. It gets you out of bed and it's not work. It's something that you love to do and you, you could do it for free if you had to. Wow. Joe, uh, we're, we're going to wrap up time-wise, but you've given us so much information and i know that there's people out there that probably want to find out more about joe perone and can you uh, a give us uh, an idea of where we could contact you if they'd like to speak to you or see you or whatever sure email is joe at joe perone that's p-e-r-r-o-n-e dot biz joe at joe perone dot biz and I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to just just send me an email. Say, hey, I'm I'm one of those people that are are looking to work on my bez- business instead of in my business. I, you know, I'm, I'm burnt out. You know, I want I want freedom. You know, and I, I'd love to love to talk to you. Um, I know you've mentored a lot of people in uh, your network group. Uh, I know you're you have a great reputation. I think you were the president for two years in a row. Um, uh, that's, uh, 
<laughs> what made you do that? I have no idea, but <laughs> you did. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, call Joe, email Joe. He's great to work with. He's helped a lot of people. I get a lot of feedback from his friends. So um, Joe, you were fabulous. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to uh, give us before we leave? Yeah. If you go on my website, it's joeperone.biz. You scroll down and click a link. I have a free gift. It's called the blueprint for beating burnout. And I'd love for you to have it. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Say that again, Joe. Yeah. If you go to joeperone.biz, you scroll down on my website, there's a welcome video. And then on the bottom, there's a link to, it will automatically send to you my resource. It's called the blueprint for beating burnout. And I'd love for all the listeners here to have a, a copy of that. And I would have to say if, if you're in the audience and what Joe is talking about, uh, you understand, you get it. You have to take a first step and, or, and getting that link and getting that uh, free gift might be the beginning of it. But Joe, again, I want to thank you for participating and giving our audience strategies and ideas of how to run their business better, have more free time, as I say, more free time to go to the beach. And uh, again, thanks so much for, for tuning in, my audience. And Joe, thanks for coming in. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. It was an honor. Okay. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necggincinc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.